It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We are all about love, dating, and romance, and... Francais. <laughs> Bonjour, Angie. Bonjour. Bonjour, Angie. So I, I say Francais because I want everybody to go to our website, simonandangie.com, because Celine Dion, the greatest singer in the world. <laughs> um, and it's very fabulous and very French. We're doing a Celine Dion giveaway to Las Vegas, the Rendezvous Celine Dion Vegas Flyaway. Yes. And we need you to enter to win. You can win a trip and the summer with a getaway for two to Las Vegas. You can see Celine Dion live. She's coming back for her residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace now through January of 2018. Tickets are on sale, by the way, but don't worry about that because we want to give you a trip for two with round-trip airfare to Vegas, two nights at Caesars, tickets to see Celine Dion. Celine Dion, the Celine one and Dion. only. Dion. French Quebec queen. Yes, she's amazing. Yes, and she is. Uh, you can enter, like I said, at simonandangie.com. So, Simon. Angie. Hello. Bonjour, Angie. Bonjour. And we are going to get into it. We are going to take some phone calls, 855-905-8255. And I want to talk to our listeners, what's going on with you Mm -hmm. and your love life, your dating life, your marriage, whatever it is. Anytime you have a comment or question, please call us or like I said, go to our website, simonandangie.com. So we'll get right into it when we come back. Yes. Let's go to the phones and see what people have to say about what's going on in their love life. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, and romance. Call us anytime, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor, Let's, bonsoir. Bonsoir. Thanks for being with us tonight in the Ooh-la-la studios. Let's go to David, listening on Mix 93.1 in Holyoke, Massachusetts. Hey, David. Hi, how are you? Hi, David. We're great. You have a question for The Rendezvous? Uh, yeah, so I've been uh, seeing this girl, um, like a no strings attached, uh, intimate type of relationship. And uh, the other day, she started referring to me as her boyfriend, and mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared for that. And I kind of don't know how to break it to her that I don't want anything serious or with commitment. And I mm-hmm. don't know what the best way of going about telling her that is. How long have you guys been in this no strings attached relationship? Uh, a couple months. And was that the understood conversation beforehand that, like, this is it? You're basically in a um, friends with benefits relationship. Was that understood by all parties? Well, we never really discussed it. There was really no discussion to kind of happen and just kind of continued happening. David, to follow up on Angie's question, were you guys at least friends before you got intimate or not even friends and just intimate? No, we started off as friends. Okay. So I I think that when it comes to. The, the question of, of how to say it to her, women love the truth. Now, the way to say it kindly is you just say, you just say you know, honestly, you said uh, you called me the, a boyfriend. You called me your boyfriend the other day or the term boyfriend. I'm not comfortable with this yet because, you know, what we have is really friend with benefits. But you give her the option also to get out of it, right? You say, if it's not what you want, since I'm not ready to be exclusive to be your boyfriend, we can just be friends and we stop the ooh-la-la. Yeah. Uh, that seems to me the only way to do it because all of us deserve the truth and you don't want to you know, blindside her or use her if she has now feelings for you. Well, that's uh, what it that sounds are like. Yes. If, if she's calling him boyfriend, and I agree with Simon, 
I mean, we talk about the DTR on this relation uh, on this show all the time. The, the define the relationship talk. It sounds like somebody has caught feelings. Mm-hmm. Somebody is introducing you, David, as their boyfriend, and I take it you're not ready for that yet. So now is the time to have that conversation. Do you feel comfortable sitting down with her and saying, "Listen"? we didn't have this boyfriend-girlfriend talk yet. Like, let's talk about where we are. Yeah, I feel, yeah, that's that's honestly the best idea. Who is she yeah, introducing you to as her boyfriend? Like, is it friends or family, coworkers? What is it? Friends, and then she'll, she'll, she, she told me a story about how she brought me up in conversation at work mm-hmm. as her boyfriend, and mm-hmm. that was kind of caught, it caught me off guard. Do you have any feelings for her, like like that you could see yourself with her? Or, um, as a friend, I I really do care for her, but I, I just it's just a me thing. I'm not ready for a relationship. I have I, I'm not ready for that responsibility. I I got too much stuff going on in my own personal. You're not life. feeling I, her. I, I, yeah, no, you're no. not you're not feeling no. her that way, and you no, need to make no. that very very clear so she has an informed decision to make. She knows where you stand, and she can decide what she wants to do. Yes. Yeah. You do, so basically, you do not have romantic feelings for her. You only have erotic feelings for her. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, then, just follow Zanji's advice. Absolutely. I mean, you know, have Honesty. the have the talk. Honesty. Have the talk, and it's okay. And uh, be prepared that maybe all this will stop because she is growing feelings, and for her own good, it would be better for her to stop this. And also, I just want to say to you, David, though, because I know of friends and even myself that has been in this situation where you do, as the woman in this situation, the girl that's saying that she's your girlfriend, she has feelings for you, obviously. And if you say you're not there and she wants to continue, then it could get crazy because she might think, if I stay in it longer... And we have more time together. Maybe he will fall in love with me. Maybe it will turn into something. And that could be dangerous, too. So you have to let her know that you are hardcore. And if you think you're going to get a relationship, you need to get out. Yes. Give her a right. chance. Give her a chance. Be a good man. Okay. Well, that makes sense? That makes perfect sense. It does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just You have to have a, one of those ugly, honest conversations that's not fun to have. But you got to have it. Because you clearly are not comfortable, and that's what relationships are about. You got to be comfortable and happy. So, yes, the truth will set you free. Absolutely. All right. All right, David. Bonne chance. Good luck to you, David. A tout à Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Thanks for calling the rendezvous. You can call us anytime. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. More when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating and romance and talking about in a relationship, changing yourself or asking somebody to change for you in order to stay happy or to keep your significant other happy. Simon, I want to ask you, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Yes, Angie Taylor. From Francais. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone where you asked them to change something about themselves or maybe they asked you to change something because they didn't like it. I did. I did. What was the thing? Do you remember? It was about communication. I remember okay. asking this girlfriend that she would communicate in a more regular way, in explaining that, you know, she was like two days, nothing. And then... Oh, she would give you silent treatment? Yeah. Okay, so I that's said, the worst. So I explained to her that was disturbing me right. emotionally. Right. And that had to change. Did it change? It did not. 
And so that, <laughs> and that <ended. laughs> clearly that relationship did not last. It did not. It it, did not. Was there ever anything fundamentally about you? Like, I know you're not a drinker. And if somebody said, listen, mm-hmm. I need you to start drinking because I like to party. Yeah. You wouldn't obviously be in that relationship. Yeah, no. So that, that, that has never happened directly like that. I've asked women to not drink as much and it didn't work either. Okay. Uh, I've, uh, I've asked also um, something more, you know, in the bed. That not to be too much on me. Okay. Because once you fall asleep, I, I like the curling, but once you fall asleep, I like my space. Right. And I've said that really is too much for me. Right. Uh, I feel like sometimes when we ask someone to change their behavior in a relationship that you get ultra, you feel ultra judged. Because it's not like at work and they're like, hey, your TPS reports, you need to like put a period at the end of this. This is something that I'm personal. It feels way more personal. And I want to bring up this email that we have about uh, somebody. And I want to ask you those questions too. Okay, great. When we come back, what did you have to change about yourself to keep your significant other happy or vice versa? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about changing yourself in a relationship to keep your significant other happy. That can be a very dangerous line to Mm -hmm. ask someone to do something or to even start changing who you are. So let me go on to this. Um, Simon, tell me what you think about it. I stopped having friends. I'm bisexual, and he was jealous, very jealous. So apparently I was incapable of spending time with someone and not sleeping with them. That's Mm -hmm. what the guy thought. Okay. We broke up about a year ago. I have friends again, none of who I am sleeping with. I'm glad I came to my senses. So I don't drink much anymore. My girlfriend thought I got too flirty when I drank. So instead of fighting with her about it, I just stopped. Another part, I lost 60 pounds. My husband told me it was either get back down to the weight that he married me at or he was going to leave me. So I lost the weight, even though it sounds harsh. I'm glad he told me how he felt because it saved our marriage. I think sometimes if it's something that is... Turning someone off to the point where you know it's going to ruin this relationship. I see the end of the tunnel if this keeps happening mm-hmm. um, is one thing. If it's detrimental. Uh, another thing, if it's very like the first one where, you know, I was bi- I'm bisexual and he was jealous and thought I was sleeping with everybody is so ridiculous. That's like yeah. saying, well, I'm straight. Uh, as a female and yeah. saying, I'm just going to have sex with every guy I see. That doesn't make any sense no, at all. No, no, no. So it depends, I think, on the scenario. Um, and changing for other people is sometimes about the other person's insecurities, don't you think? Ah, that's a good point. Is it asking somebody else to change about insecurity or is it to make it work? Because with change come the world compromise, right? Right. Asking you to change is asking you for a compromise. Right. And that is a good thing. Okay. Well, let's. I want to hear from our listeners too. And Simon, you and I are going to talk about this some more because I feel like a lot of times in relationships we try to change to fit the mold of what that person wants us to be because we want to please them. But are we hurting ourselves? Let's talk about that. Okay. That comes up next. We'll talk about that on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Please call us anytime to comment or if you have any questions, 855-905-8255. The topic right now is something that you've changed about yourself to keep your significant other happy. Uh, We had a couple of, of examples of somebody saying, I don't drink so much anymore. My girlfriend thought I was too flirty. I stopped having friends because I'm bisexual and he thought I was going to have sex with everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, I lost 60 pounds because my husband said it was either get back down to your weight 
or I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, so I lost the weight. 60 pounds is a lot of weight to gain because you start, you sort of start looking like a different person at that point. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Simon, I, I wonder, you know, I can understand the compromise. And th- that's where you were going when we stopped this conversation. Yeah, because I think that uh, in every relationship, and then I'll ask you that question for yours, Angie, but in my relationships in the past, I, I try everything I can to make it work. Right. So there's things fundamentally we cannot change. Okay. One area very difficult to change is the way we sleep, the way we make love, the way we eat, the way we uh, enjoy music or movies. I mean, the, all right, that's very difficult to change. If you tell me you don't like my nose and insist I get a nose job, there's going to be a problem. That. There are little life adjustments you can make. Exactly, which are fundamental. I'll give you an example from my parents. So my mom was loved the Beatles, loved the Rolling Stones. She's 17 years younger than my dad. Different generation. Cute. Yes. My dad loves the opera, the classical music. Right. And doesn't like rock and roll And your whatsoever. mom's a hippie, she, and I love that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The compromise was that my dad had to listen when they're in the car together to some of her music. And so he changed and... I don't know if you pretended we like some of the songs. And she also has to listen to some of the opera, classical music, and so on. Mm-hmm. That's a good compromise. Right. It's an evolution. Now, And that's being exposed to something new as well, which being exposed and learning yes. something new is never a bad thing. If you like it or not, whatever. But it doesn't hurt to open yourself up to learning new experiences, new art forms, new whatever. Now, let me ask you a couple of things. That, is it acceptable or not acceptable? Let's say you and I were in a relationship, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you crude questions, but let's go with it. Go, go if for I it. said for you, Angie, I think you should get breast implant. Okay, you can Just ask me whatever you want to ask me. And, and what would be your reaction? Do you think that's acceptable in a relationship or not? I think it depends. If I keep saying I'm uncomfortable with the size of my breasts and you say to me, Angie, I think you should get breast implants, then I understand why you're saying it. If I've never shown any sort of insecurity or anything about it and out of the blue you say, I don't like your breasts, I think you should get breast implants, that's a different thing. Okay, I think. good point. Yeah, it depends on how I feel about it, too. Second request. What about Angie? I think you dress very rock and roll. I'd like you to dress more conservative, more to brands. Let's go. And I'm buying, let's say, to shops that are more conservative than... I would probably listen to what you had to say and maybe try to incorporate some more conservative items into my wardrobe. However, I do dress rock and roll. I am a hip-hop girl. I'm a sneaker girl. This is who I am. And there are some fundamental things, like you said, that are very hard to change. But I express myself through my fashion. I express myself with my music, my hair, my makeup. Like, that's how women express themselves a lot of times. That's our own. We're our own canvas. And for you to say that our art canvas, the way we are, (laughs) is not beautiful we take it personal sometimes. Angie, uh, in, in the in, when you take showers, it takes too long. Okay. okay. I would cut that down. That's easy. That's an easy one? That's an easy one. Angie, when you get ready, it takes too much time. I would try to figure out a way. Th- those, are, those are very easy things. How about Angie? I just uh, think that when it comes to cooking, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> you could cook more meat than that. <laughs> and poultry oh, and fish. Oh, oh. Can we? Now you're touching on the vegan stuff. Yeah. No, no, um, that would be a problem for me. Find your own way. I, I wouldn't <laughs> okay. say you can't eat meat around me, but I don't eat that stuff. So you can eat it. I just don't eat it. And I'm not going to impose my will on you. So, and I would hope you wouldn't do the same to me. Absolutely not. No. But now give us two examples. Now, real examples of you and Jason 
of one you said yes, one you said no. Oh, God. This is really hard. One chance you said yes, and one chance you said absolutely not. Probably our fighting style. Um, I said yes, I will be more aware mm-hmm. of how I go from zero to 100 real quick. Okay. Um, when he said that he doesn't understand how I have wine every day, mm-hmm. I said, don't um, don't talk to me about it. And I'm not changing that's it. That's no, just the way I am. Okay. I'm a mother. I work all day. It's my way to unwind. So that's... If, if, yes. And it's worked out fine. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> but let's go to our listeners. And I want to find out from you, what have you compromised? Or what did somebody ask you to compromise that you were just like, no way? Or maybe you were like, okay, cool. No big deal. Compromises everything, but asking somebody to change completely is another thing. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. The topic is, what is something you had to change about yourself to keep your significant other happy? Or what did you ask somebody to do for you? Let's go to the phones listening right now in Tampa Bay, Florida on Mix 100.7. Here's Olivia. Hi, Olivia. Bonjour. Hi. Bonjour, Olivia. Hello. So tell us. We can't wait to hear. Well, um, I actually, my very first boyfriend, the, you know, the love of my life, the one that you, uh, your first love, your first yes, love. Yes, you know, yes. your first everything. Your first um, everything. <laughs> he and I, we got together after a couple of years of knowing each other. And the first thing he did was uh, come into, he, he was like, I love everything about you except for one thing. And it's the way you dress. And he came into my closet and literally took clothes out of my closet and threw it away. Ooh. This is like a Kanye West and Kim Kardashian where he's like, I'm going through your closet because you dress trashy. D- now, he <laughs> threw out everything. What was it about the way you dress that he didn't like? Well, I used to shop at thrift stores and I liked vintage, you know, like 60s. And I wore my mom's old clothes from I like, love that. Childhood. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I always thought I was also very rock and roll, you know, with how I dress. Right. And um, I had combat boots and stuff. And he wanted a more corporate looking woman. Mm-hmm. And so he it wasn't very ladylike, my- Olivia. What you were doing wasn't very ladylike. <laughs> right. And it wasn't trashy. It was just um, vintage. But, you know, he always wanted that trophy girlfriend, you know, the the, you know, the big boobs and and very um, uh, feminine looking, always in dresses and, and dressed yeah. up to the T. And I wasn't like that. That was the only thing he said that he didn't like about me. Okay, so I want to know. I, I, we have to take a break. I think this is so interesting because I feel like the, the clothing is one of the big things that men try yeah. to change about the women that they're with. I want to know when we come back how that made you feel, how this turned out. Was there resentment? Because resentment is the big thing that happens when um, somebody tries to change us. So, Olivia, hang on one second. We're going to come back to you when we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we've been talking to Olivia in Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Uh, The conversation is about what somebody tried to change about you in a relationship to keep them happy or what you changed about yourself. So Olivia, you were saying that you're kind of like, you know, a vintage thrift girl, funky, cool rock and roll style. The guy you were dating, your first love was like, no, I want the banana Republic girl that's wearing dresses and, you know, like very feminine. And you just had a different funky style. How did that work out for you? 
Well, I'm not with him right now, so that didn't work out for us as a couple. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I went along with it for a little while, and he ended up taking me to stores like Express and uh, Banana Republic and, you know, The Gap and stuff. And he actually bought me a couple of items that he wanted to see me wearing. Right. And And did you feel like you were not, because I feel like especially as women, when our style comes into question, like we're not good enough um, because that is our way that we express ourselves a lot of times and then resentment can build. Did you find yourself being resentful of this? Yes, absolutely. I felt like I wasn't being true to myself. You know, I, I didn't feel comfortable in these clothes and I was just doing it to please him, which I thought was what you did with a boyfriend, you know, until I grew up. But <laughs> now, it was... I, ha- I have a question. When you said that, did you keep any of the clothes he gave you or you all threw it away once you guys separated? Yeah, I think once I separated, I would go through my closet uh, every once in a while to get rid of stuff. And I think I, I got rid of everything after we separated. Wow. Um, every picture, every everything. So the clothes yeah. went to. And, because it's, and, a, it's, uh, it's an insult to who you are. Yeah. And the lifestyle yeah. and the way you dress are two things that keeps you together or separates you at the end. Yeah. Let's talk more I, about changing yourself for someone when we come back, Simon. I can see you have more to say about this. Olivia, thank you so much for calling and listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you, guys. Yep, All right, more on the relationships and the concessions we make sometimes when we come <laughs> back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking your calls at 855-905-8255. Simon, our entire show so far has been about changing yourself to keep your significant other happy or asking someone to change for you. We just listened to Olivia who said, you know, the guy that she was in love with, um, he wanted her to change her clothes, so she did. He wanted her to change her major, she said off the air, and so she did. Mm-hmm. And we do things to please the person that we're with because we love them. So what do you have to say about that? I, you know, we were just off air during the break, and then uh, we talked about the power of therapy for a second. I want to ask you this question. Do you think if... A boyfriend or husband or fiance or partner says to you, uh, you need to go to therapy for us to stay together. Yes. Is that something that is is something that you do for him, you do for yourself? Who do you do it for, really? It depends. It really like that's a case by case thing. How invested am I in this relationship? If we're married and my husband says, Hey, listen, we need to go to therapy or you need to go to therapy. I think that something's going on. Of course, I'm going to try because I will do everything to fight for my marriage. That's a vow I made. Um, if I've known you for a week and you tell <laughs> yeah. me you need therapy, I'll tell you where to go. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It just depends on the situation. But isn't that the ultimate, ultimate evolution to make, if you think of it? Because dressing is clothes, eating is... But when somebody... I've done it, Angie, and failed at that, but... I think, because I've been in therapy for a long time, that if one is in therapy and you start dating and loving somebody who is not, it's a very difficult road. I think it's a very personal thing, though, therapy. not I don't think therapy is for everybody. Like, I don't think college is for everybody. Like, I don't think marriage is for everybody. See, I, that, I, I think everyone is individual. I, I agree with the college, I agree with, but I don't agree. I think everybody. That's because you have an amazing experience with therapy, though. Some people don't have the same experience. That's because they didn't find the right drink. I think that during your lifetime, everybody has pain that impact your love life. Mm-hmm. And so if you like drop your baggages of pain at a good therapist, you come home to your loved one free of that. Right. But other people have their own and, way of dealing 
But it's never some people, what other good way could it be? Well, some people have their spiritual advisors. Some people go to church. They talk to their priest. Some people find a spiritual thing in exercise where you find a release where True. you're a different person. Some people have activities, things in their lives. I don't know that that's a cure-all for everyone because... I'm someone who's been in and out of therapy since I was seven years old. And there were times in my life it worked. There were times in my life it made it worse. It just depends, I think, on where you are and what you're ready to deal with. Going to my therapist now, the one that you recommended for me, thank God, Simon, has been life-changing. And I sit in therapy saying I'm so frustrated with myself at my age in my 40s thinking that I'm still dealing with some of these problems and why am I not over it yet? And my therapist always says to me, it's because you weren't ready to deal with all of this yet. You weren't at this time in your life where you were emotionally and mentally stable enough to deal with all these problems. And she's right. Um, I dealt with with it other way. I, I dealt with it with drugs, with men, with exercise, with whatever spiritual thing I was looking for. I was so searching for a, a spirituality to identify with. So I think you go through a lot of different times in your life. So my, and I agree with you what you said 100%. Now, now where you are and you have this wonderful therapist. Yes. Now, your husband is also in therapy. Yes. Wouldn't it be difficult if you were the only one in therapy? No. I don't think so because that's not his path. Everybody finds their time to do what they need to do in their time. It's not for me to say it's your time to go to therapy because I'm in therapy and it's working for me. Except if you have a conflict with him, you can resolve it with your shrink. If you didn't have a therapist, you couldn't resolve with anybody. Maybe I can take it to my shrink or my therapist and say this is what we're going through. She can give me tools and I can use it at home and talk to him about it. I just don't ever advocate for pushing somebody into something they're not ready for, whether it's therapy, a a different way of life, a different way of dressing, a new career. And until someone is ready to do something, it's resentment that that, that you're fueling. Fair enough. My my feeling. Fair enough. You know? Fair enough. Thank you. All right. So listen, Simon, a lot of people want your romantic love advice. You are a French romantic. See, I give you the real. (laughs) You give the romance. That's right. So let's do a bonjour, Simon Marcel email that came into simonandangie.com when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We take emails all the time at simonandangie.com about love, dating, romance. If you need some advice, sometimes it's hard to call the radio and put it all out there on Front Street. So Mm -hmm. it's easier sometimes to email. So let's go to the big bag of Simon emails here. This one comes from Haley. She listens on Now 105.1 in Des Moines, Iowa. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Haley. I have a huge problem. I just got engaged last month, and I lost my engagement ring. Mm. I have no idea where it is. I told my fiancé, and he's so upset. He said he doesn't want me to get another ring because he can't trust that I won't lose it again. I hate that he's disappointed in me, and I don't know how to make it up to him. What should I do? How should I handle this situation? Simon, what do you say to Haley? Well, Haley, first of all... um, I love you, NST. You went to him. You told him it disappeared. That was good. I mean, that's, you know, it's the half of the battle. You've been honest so he can forgive you. Second part is to ask for forgiveness. When you say, you know, uh, he doesn't want to get you another ring right now because he doesn't trust you. I mean, he probably the ring was so I'm sure, sure she asked for forgiveness right away. Yes. But, trust me, if I lost my ring, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But you have to ask for forgiveness a thousand times. Really? Yes, because for a guy... You. Okay. I disagree. For a guy, the ring and it and, and is is a symbol 
of his commitment to you. It's her symbol too. Yes, but he, she received it from him. Right. So what happened is that you have this investment that he made to show you his commitment forever that whether it's an accident or fraudulent slip, like, you know, unpurposely you threw it or lost it, it's not there anymore. Right. It's and not there it's anymore. It's a big hurt for a man's heart. I understand. Deep, that's why you have to repeat the forgiveness, be super kind. And in time, I think he'll get you another one. I have something to say. I completely disagree with you. But when we come back, what should she do? She feels terrible. Simon is saying you should keep feeling terrible. Keep apologizing. No, keep apologizing, it. not keep feel apologizing. terrible. Well, right, exactly. Um, what should she do when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We got a bonjour Simon Marcel email for you, Simon, at simonandangie.com from Haley. And she says, hey, we got engaged a month ago. My fiance and I, huge problem. I lost the ring. I feel terrible. I don't know where it is. I told my fiance and he's very upset. Says he doesn't want to get me another ring because he can't trust I won't lose it again. I hate that he's disappointed. How am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do here? Mm-hmm. And you say keep apologizing. And I said, yeah, congrats on telling the truth right away. Being honest That's is half good. the battle. I agree the other with that. battle is to be to, to be forgiven. You have to ask forgiveness and make she it up did to him. No, we ask. don't know that, by the way. She, she said, I feel terrible. Yeah, but she didn't say, I apologized. And I don't know, she didn't say Come it. on. In the email. I mean, I, listen to me. If I lost my ring, I would die inside. I would feel so terrible. I would grovel on my hands and knees. I would tell them I'm so sorry. At the same time, she did take her ring off and throw it into the trash. She lost it. Mistakes happen. We're all human. And he's telling her. Wait a minute. He's he's telling her, listen, I don't trust that you're not going to lose another one like she's a child. First of all, why didn't this jerk get it insured to not put it on her? Your ring should be insured. The money should be there. Go get another one. It's not like she's willy nilly running around just throwing a ring everywhere it's a, it's an accident and accidents happen but the symbol of love forever is not just about the insurance it's about the symbol it's about the relationship and the symbol too was lost that no that symbol was mistakenly lost and not purposely lost and the symbol of their love is their relationship really Agreed, but I think forgiveness and asking forgiveness is how you get forgiven. Okay, let me let's let's finish this topic when we come back because we're still not agreeing and we don't have to. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk more about forgiveness. Yes, and how long is she supposed to beg for forgiveness? Let's talk about that. Okay, when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we've been discussing this Bonjour Simon Marcel email that came in to simonandangie.com about losing your engagement ring. Haley, poor girl, uh, just got engaged a month ago, lost the ring, accident, don't know where it is. Told her fiance, we both agree, honesty is the best policy. Good thing. However, he's saying he's upset. He doesn't want to get her another ring because he can't trust that she won't lose it again. He's very disappointed in her. It sounds mm-hmm. very condescending. Like, how dare you spill milk, young child? I'm not going <laughs> to give you milk again. Like, I was saying, Simon, that's what insurance is for. Accidents happen. She didn't, like, willingly throw it away. She wasn't being careless. Things happen. And you're saying, ask for forgiveness. 
which she should. It sounds like she did. Because if it was me who gave her the ring, yes, I would feel very upset because I believe in fraudulent yes, sleep. Yes, it's that, upsetting. That like my mom never lost a ring. Most people do not lose rings. That's not true. A lots of people lose their ring. You know, women, we do dishes or we wash our hands or we wash our face, take a shower. Lots of times we take it off. My mother's ring slipped down the sink when she set it on the side of the sink one time. It happens. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but if you pay attention, it doesn't happen. Oh, my God. I'm just saying That's it. like saying if you pay attention, you won't get in a car accident. Things no, happen. No, that's different because that depends no, on not. somebody else. Well, th- there are extenuating circumstances sometimes. Your ring gets lost. Your ring gets stolen. Like, there are things that are beyond your control. You knock it into a sink. It's an accident. Accidents happen. True. And to feel shamed, how long is she supposed to say I'm sorry say for shame, it? But for uh, enough time that he feels that... Really, it was not. If she she, she realizes feels, she feels how, terrible, but that's twenty four hours. It's gonna last. Should last more than twenty four hours, right? She feels terrible well, today. There's a time limit on how bad she's supposed to feel. It's because if I am the one given the ring, yes, and and I see that this ring symbol of our eternal love is lost. She feels the I'm same. I'm emotionally very hurt, And Angie. so is she. But well she's then, very hurt too. She's the one who did lose the she, ring, not but me. it's not intentional. It's She's very hurt too. I get Listen, it. Listen, that's why you have rings insured but, right away. If But you forget the romantic aspect of what the ring means. She knows the same. She feels the same about what the ring means. I well, and I also know what a fraudulent slip means when you lose. You think she the, intentionally did that? She may and subconsciously did that. Come Th- on, that's what I've learned. She in did life. not. She said, "I lost it a month ago. I so, feel terrible." If it was my fiance, I would be very upset. My heart would be broken for a little bit. I need some repair. I do. And repair. She feels horrible. But that's because she lost it. I didn't lose it for her. I don't get uh, uh, so touched by the emotion. I get touched by the gesture. There is no love without proof of love. Uh, crying, laughing, this is not proof of love. Proof of love is that you ask forgiveness, I give you forgiveness, right. we move on. It takes time to give forgiveness. I don't think forgiveness is given wow, like that. Wow, you're harsh. No, I'm a true romantic. You are harsh. Because this ring. I'm going to take your Kit Kats. And I'm going to accidentally lose them. And we'll see how long you're mad at me. Sharing is loving. My Kit Kat are yours. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Haley, listen, be happy you're you're not engaged to Simon because you'd be in trouble for a very long time. But I hope it works out. Don't let him hold it over your head forever because that's just ridiculous. No, I agree with that. That's what insurance is for. And stop letting him treat you like a child because (laughs) even adults make mistakes. (laughs) More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. So we had a great show, Simon. Yes, absolutely. Talking about love, dating, romance. If you missed any of our topics, go to simonandangie.com. You can listen back. We talked about setting boundaries in a friends with benefits situation. This Mm -hmm. always happens. Somebody catches feelings. Also, what did you change about yourself for your partner in your relationship or would you ask somebody else to change and then uh poor Haley lost her engagement ring asking forgiveness and about forgiveness and love simon you had a great simon says thanks angie Uh, i said there is no love without forgiveness and there is no forgiveness without love i agree with one goes with the other it does always and you don't want somebody to live in pain that is (laughs) is feeling bad about something you have to forgive and you have to let it go and not bring it up and keep it in a file and use it against somebody down the road, right?
And don't he, you hate when you get in a fight with somebody and then a month later it comes up again? Oh, you're I like, do. I, I thought I don't you forgave grudge, me for that. I, I agree. Once the forgiveness yeah. is given, it's given. But it's until given. it's not given, it's, you have to work for it. Well, I'm not going to sit around all day. I got stuff to do. You better like forgive me quickly because <laughs> right, there are you. other people uh, not oh, outside oh, the really? door. There uh, are no people outside the door, but I'm going to pretend that there are okay. people outside the door waiting to date me. <laughs> So listen, uh, the other great thing on the website, aside from the past episodes, Celine Dion, we are giving you a trip. Simon and I love you so much for listening, and we're going to send you to see Celine Dion. You and your boo, you and your bestie, we're going to send you for the end of summer getaway, trip for two to Las Vegas to see Celine Dion live. She's back at her residency at the Coliseum, Caesars Palace in Vegas, now through January 2018. While tickets are on sale, you can win your trip with us. Round trip airfare for two, two nights at Caesars Palace, and tickets to see Celine Dion, the greatest singer in the world. I pound my chest. The Quebec Queen. The Quebec Queen. Yes, Go to simonandangie.com and enter and win. We want to send you to have a great time. And thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. More tomorrow with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.